when there is no more room in hell. The dead will walk the earth. Yeah, everyone's fucking dead, dude. Nicole's just sitting there with her goddamn dog. This fucking asshole's boat. Shot him in the fucking head right there. and welcome to the Horrorcopia podcast where we bring you weekly movie reviews while discussing all things horror along the way. I'm Brian. I'm Heather. And we will be your host. This is episode number 20 being recorded Sunday, June 5th, 2022. And today we will be doing a spoiler-filled review of the 2004 film, Dawn of the Dead. If you would like to get a hold of us, you can email horrorcopiapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow and message us on Instagram at hcopia underscore podcast. New episodes drop every Friday and can be found wherever you get your podcast now. Please do us a favor and remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Going on, Heather? Uh, not too much. How are you, Brian? I'm good, man. Um, yeah, coming. I'm I'm fresh off of my, uh, like I said before, my first concert in <laughs> numerous like years. Super um, amped up still. <laughs> oh my god, it was it was such a good time. Um, yeah. I saw uh, Wilhelm scream. And then a couple other, uh, well, uh, Brendan Kelly, who's the lead singer of the Lawrence Arms, mm-hmm. met a band called Make War, and another local band called Still Alive. Fucking amazing show. Nice. Wilhelm is uh, probably my favorite band. I always say they're one of my favorite bands. They probably are my favorite band. If you've never heard of them or heard them, they are, uh, they're like melodic, punk, hardcore, uh, awesome, awesome stuff. So just, uh, it was at the Cobra Lounge. Have you ever been there? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Jeez, I've, yeah, I've never been there. <laughs> That's how long it's been. <laughs> I'm so old school. Like, if you're not familiar with the Chicago area, uh, the House of Blues and the Metro were, like, the two I went to the Fireside, most. too. Oh, Fireside, too. Yeah, I tried to... Man, that place was a dump, though. It was cool, like, seeing shows there, but it was yeah. so gross and sweaty and hot. And, uh, yeah, um, full of asbestos. <laughs> how, was, uh, how was Chris's show the other night? Uh, he had two actually. He had one last night oh. and then one on Wednesday, and both of them were really good. Very, very good shows. What 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 was the bigger one? Uh, so Suffocation to Atheist was Wednesday, and then yesterday it was Jungle Rod. Okay, I think I've heard of them. Yeah, I mean both were really great shows, and yeah, it was super good times. Lots of our friends came out, and it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, real quick back to last night. So. When I was getting ready to, to leave, I had I was gonna wear my mouse rat shirt, my gray one. And uh, if for those not familiar with Mouse Rat, it's a fictional band in Parks and Recreation. But anyway, I was gonna wear that shirt, so I decided against it because it's a gray shirt and I sweat a lot. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> maybe I'll pass. So I wore a darker <laughs> shirt. That's probably smart. I drove over to my buddy Sasha uh, and his wife Megan's house because I drove up there with them. And mm-hmm. she comes out of the house and she's wearing a mouse rat shirt. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it, it wasn't the same one as mine, but it was, it was you know, the same design. Everything was just a different color. <laughs> so I told her that and it was just like, oh, my God, that's so great. Because otherwise, you know, we would have looked like idiots or everyone would have felt like me and her were together. <laughs> and so throughout the night, like she kept telling me people kept coming up and complimenting her shirt. <laughs> So it's like, <laughs> son of a bitch. You know, like, if I was wearing mine, I could have gotten at least half of the compliments there, but <laughs> I didn't get shit, so. Um, 
That was a good one. That's no funny. Way. That's very funny. Yes, very, very funny. I'm dying. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we could just go ahead and uh, get started on the main uh, attraction here, which is 2004's Dawn of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder, released March 19th, 2004. Here is your cast. It's kind of a big cast. Um, this one does have a big cast, and I will not decredit any of this. Yeah, everyone's in it at least enough time to, like, oh, yeah, that was so-and-so. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I, I usually try to condense it, but for this one, it's like, no. I mean, these people yeah. all serve some kind of a purpose. So here we go, quickly. Sarah Polly is Anna. Ving Rames is Kenneth. Jake Weber is Michael. Mackay Pfeiffer is Andre. Ty Burrell is Steve. Michael Kelly is CJ. Kevin Zeggers as Terry, Michael Berry as Bart, Lindy Booth as Nicole, Jane Eastwood as Norma, Boyd Banks as Tucker, Inna Korobakina as Luda, R.D. Reed as Glenn, Kim Poirier as Monica, and Matt Frewer as Frank. Okay, so I got your, uh, your plot synopsis here. I made this one a lot shorter because... Um, Frankly, I'm just getting tired of reading for like a minute and a half, and I think you guys are probably tired of hearing it, and I know Heather is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this one will be, uh, this one will only take about seven or eight minutes, so here we go. Okay. Anna goes <laughs> home like, to... wait, what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Anna goes home to her peaceful suburban residence, but she is unpleasantly surprised the morning that follows when her husband is brutally attacked by her zombified neighbor. In the chaos of her once picturesque neighborhood... Anna flees and stumbles upon a police officer named Kenneth, along with more survivors who decide that their best chances of survival would be found in the, the deserted Crossroads shopping mall. When supplies begin running low and other trapped survivors need help, the group comes to the realiz realization that they cannot stay put forever at the shopping mall and devise a plan to escape, which includes rescuing a man named Andy who is alone and taking shelter at his gun shop across the way. The group leaves the, the mall in armored buses, but takes major casualties as one of the buses flips. The surviving members flee to a boat and set sail in hopes of finding a small island where the, where the virus hasn't reached, but when they arrive, they are attacked by a horde of zombies as the camera drops to the ground, leaving the fate of, of our survivors unknown. So, wow, uh, we... that was impressively short. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I just figured... Um, we talk so much about the movies mm -hmm. and the way I write my notes anyway. I still write them in chronological order, so I feel like we're still kind of, <laughs> you know. Uh, so whereas before, I was literally taking down note for note what was yeah. happening. But yeah, so we can just, uh, we've both seen this movie enough times, and I just watched it this morning. So yeah, um, I want to know, what is your opinion on the zombies in this? I know you love this movie, but like just zombie running zombies in general versus walking zombies. How do you feel? Uh, well, okay, so running zombies are obviously way more stressful and like terrifying in my opinion, but I... I love how you say stressful. They are so stressful. It just seems funny. It's like Ugh. people like have stress. It's like, I'm so stressed <laughs> out. These fucking zombies are so fast. No, it's a good word though. Yeah. <laughs> but like, Okay, so it's a lot more stressful. Well, and I also was saying to Chris this morning, because like we started it last night, but we were both really tired. So we went to sleep and then finished this morning. That's but exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah, we were both really tired. But so I, in these movies, for me, like the scratches seem so fucking silly. Like, I just don't understand how you could transfer something through a scratch. Like, I, I it should be through saliva or blood, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, I, yeah, so that's like one of my only things about this movie that I really hate is that, like, obviously Luda gets scratched and then her transformation takes way, way longer than anyone else who's bit, but it's still so, like, 
It makes no sense. Like, it makes literally no sense that a scratch would fucking turn somebody into, like, or would give anybody an infection other than, you know, maybe just not, like, taking care of the cut. But, yeah, I don't know. That's just my beef. What do you think about the the fast zombies, though? (laughs) They definitely stress me out, for sure. Yeah, they definitely. Um, yeah, I think this was one of the first movies to do it. I think like at least for, for big time cinema, 28 days later was kind of the one that, that started it though. They weren't zombies, but uh, yeah. and I'm sure there's plenty of other ones that I've never heard of, but at least as far as like, you know, big American cinema. Um, yeah, the, the zombies when they're running, it's, it's obviously the stakes are so much higher and it's mm-hmm. uh, kind of like what we talked about last week with it follows where if there was no rules, like where, um, the, the thing could just pass through walls and whatnot. Right. It would yeah. be, you know, so that's kind of what I think of with the, the running zombies where it's like, oh shit, like you, uh, you are kind of fucked. A hundred percent. Yeah. Cause obviously walking zombies, your aim can be so much better to just, you know, if you can't get them in the head to at least like take out their legs or whatever to, to slow them down. Well, and in this movie there would have been like, they would have never like, they wouldn't, there would, so many of these issues would have been resolved if they weren't running zombies. And also, oh, yeah, Fucking Nicole wasn't such a stupid cunt. I hate her uh-huh. so much. Oh, God, I hate that bitch. But we'll talk about her in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess I'm a fan of both because I love The Walking Dead and whatnot. And those mm-hmm. are more traditional zombies. And like, yeah, yeah. But but running zombies are just so much more terrifying. Uh, I think I've yeah. talked about it before on the show. But if you've never seen the show Black Summer on Netflix, yes, it is a very good, very fucking intense zombie show. And I mean, like. Um, I, I might have said it in the one episode. There's there's one episode where a guy is literally getting chased, like a 30 minute episode of just one guy getting chased like through a town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen the show. And I mean, yeah, it's an it's an awesome show. It's good. I don't think it's awesome, but it's good. Well, I, I love it. I mean, yeah. did you watch the second season? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. OK. Yeah, I, I think it, it could go another one. Maybe not. No, you know what? I will agree with you uh, on even though you didn't say your opinion you said you didn't like the show is okay but <laughs> one thing i will say about the show is that there are really no likable characters on it so i was that's gonna kind of say that's probably why i didn't care for the second season as much because everyone yeah. sucked you don't like you don't really care who dies so that that's one thing i would say like i, was, I would mark it but the way that the the show is told is really cool where they do a lot of like one episode is this person you know da 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 mm-hmm. and then the next open uh, episode will be another person it'll show what they're doing and then it's one of those things where like you kind of see like in the background of their story what was happening in the other person's story so like they kind yeah. of intertwine a little bit so anyway we don't have to talk about black summer anymore <laughs> it's like all of a sudden just a review on black summer <laughs> let's talk about the opening sequence here okay let's do it yeah the the first 10 minutes of this movie was aired on usa i remember i didn't watch it but it was aired on, on the usa network like I don't know, a few days before the movie hit theaters. And um, my friend Kim at the time, she had she watched it and she's just like, it, it'll blow your mind. Like she couldn't believe that they actually showed the first 10 minutes on, you know, US like yeah. network TV, I, not basic cable, but still network TV. It was like, holy shit. So anyway, so what happens in the, the beginning there? I mean, it's just, yeah bananas like as soon as anna gets back from work her you know and her her and her husband like have a little sexy sexy and then they wake up to the neighbor the little neighbor girl vivian and she's standing in the hallway and the husband doesn't really like he's still asleep so he doesn't notice right away that like she's bleeding mm. and once he gets up to check on her she just fucking tears his throat out and all chaos like 
uh, yeah, Anna freaks out. She doesn't know what to do. She's trying to call 911. Nothing's like getting through. And then all of a sudden, Louis, her husband, he dies. But then like two seconds later, you see him stand up and she's like, Louis, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, Louis has turned. He's attacking Anna and it's just such chaos and it's such a great scene. And yeah, even her when she gets into her car and I saw this in the theaters and I was telling Heather, Chris, we saw it together. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. My, you have such a good memory. I just I remember do, seeing it. You and I think Rob, Rob saw it earlier in the day and okay. he like told both of us it was fucking amazing. And then you and I saw it like like early because okay. I, I remember i got off of work and then we went and saw it oh, crazy so i remember good. that but yeah, yeah just like all the explosions and like they do like the panned out scenes of like her driving down the road and just like you can see like off to the side there's like car crashes explosions and pe- there's like a dude runs into a gas station pump like well that's yeah that's one of my favorite parts about that scene because it's like a drone shot almost yeah, it's mm-hmm. probably a helicopter at this time because i don't think drones were a thing yet but yeah, um, that's, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, where she's just she's just driving down the road. And I mean, like the, the helicopter or whatever, the camera's way the hell up there. And you just see a car come out of nowhere and T-bone another one. And they just both like go right into a gas station pump. And it's like, boom, which I what I love about that is that her car doesn't even swerve. <laughs> like no. she's just like, you know, you would think she would have been like, fuck, and like maybe cut it a little bit. But I mean, throughout the rest of the movie, like you, her character is very she's like a very like steady chill person yeah i mean i guess being like a nurse like you'd have to be i mean there's always fucking crazy shit happening and but yeah i mean just the scene also where she pulls up behind not behind well kind of she slows down but there's like uh like a service bust and like you just see like a woman inside getting like eaten and she's like squirming and like begging for help and it's so like oh like what the fuck is happening it is i I love it in zombie movies when they actually show you, like, from oh, yeah. the beginning. You oh, know, when know. they don't just drop you in the middle of it. So this this is pretty badass. And um, so, yeah, she ends up, uh, she you know, she meets up with this other group of people. She meets up with Bing Rames. And real quick, actually, does she say please or police? Yes, please. Okay, like, please help me. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Because I always thought, like, maybe she said police. Like, because clearly he, you know... He finds her, he puts a gun to her head, and he's just like, say something. And I thought she was maybe saying police, like, hey, I acknowledge that you're, no. you know, like, but either way, but yeah, I think please would work too, so. We had it on subtitles, and yeah, she go. says please, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, let's, real quick, when you were, ta- actually, not real quick, let's get into it. Let's uh, talk about the characters in this, just because you talked about um, Lindy Booth's character. What the hell is her name? The one Ugh, that leaves? Nicole. Nicole, yeah. See, you hated Nicole. I hated Andre. Played by Mackay I mean, Pfeiffer. Yeah. And just his whole, his whole, fuck, everything about his character and his wife sucked. And it's like, if it wasn't in the movie, it, you know, it would have, wouldn't have made any impact if you ask me. And like, Mackay Pfeiffer was just like such an incredible fucking asshole for like no reason. Like when he's yelling at the one guy, like, what the fuck do you do? And he's like, well, I, you know, I sell TVs. And that's one of my favorite lines though. And he says to Ving Rames, he's like, Hey, officer, how do you feel about following a guy that sells TVs? And he's like, about as good as I do following the guy who steals them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too, is like his character is so like tough guy on the streets. And Ving Rames is just like, I mean, I don't give a fuck. Like, what do you want me to do? And even the part where he's mm-hmm. like, go into the stall, say your Hail Marys, wipe your ass and like fucking get o- like get over it. He's like, yeah, we're all in the same position here. Like, 
I don't really think that, you know, just because of where you came from, like, you have it any harder. Like, we're all fucking trying to get away from zombies, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Like, if those two characters weren't in the movie, it wouldn't have made any difference. But, you know, zombie baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, which, uh, yeah, let's just talk about that real quick, and then we'll talk about uh, Nicole. But, so, yeah, like Heather was talking about Luda, uh, Andre is Mackay Pfeiffer's uh, character's name. His girlfriend or wife, possibly, is uh, it's Luda. It's his wife, Luda, It's yeah. his wife, okay. So her name is Luda, and she's the one that gets scratched in the beginning of the movie, so mm -hmm. it takes her a little bit longer to turn, but she finally does, and... She's he's pregnant. Got, yeah, she's pregnant. We knew this before, obviously, but... So he's got her tied up, like, literally, like, all four, you know, both legs, both arms, like, she's yeah, they've spread been like eagle... They've been, like, hauling up in the, the, the baby store, the carousel. Yeah. So, like, so, obviously they took over and, yeah. But, uh, but like, real quick, even before that, when, when Anna's just like, hey, I'd love to come check on Luda. He's like, no, she's fine. You know? know. It's like, yeah. It's like, dead. if you don't want people to be, like, concerned and or, like, question, you should probably just be like, oh, thanks, but she's actually okay. She's not feeling really well today. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like he's such a dick about it it's like yeah uh, it seems like something's weird yeah he makes it fishy yeah um so anyway like at, at that point he didn't have her like strapped down or whatever but now he does because he knows she's she's about to die so sure enough or she's turning sorry she's uh she's thrashing around and one of the other ladies comes in to check on him and good thing she's got a gun on her because well i mean i would too wouldn't you you never know if a zombie's gonna get in that, well, I guess, but it's like she took it from someone, so now that person doesn't have a gun. So, yeah, because they only had a couple. But anyway, um, so yeah, her and Andre, you know, because she sees his wife is a zombie already, so this woman just fucking shoots her in the head. Then he starts shooting this one. They go back and forth and they basically just kill each other, but he is holding yeah. this baby that she did have. And then there's a part where, yeah, you're kind of. Anna is the one that makes the decision to just shoot this baby in the head. And it's like, Oh shit, like they get really close to showing they cut away, but you're still just like, they're not gonna show it, are they? No, like yeah, the baby like she pulls the blanket off of the baby's face and it makes like the screechy like <sighs> yeah. yeah, and then you just hear the gunshot, but it's like, I mean, what else are you gonna do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like at that point it's it's not even a baby. You can't look at it that way because it's no. it was a baby. Yeah. Which is, you know, like they did that in Dead Alive, and that was hilarious. So <laughs> I don't know if it was like, we should do that, too, because, uh, you know, why not? <laughs> yeah. So Nicole, she does like a, a really fucking dumb thing later on in the movie. And she for a dog, which that's great. But at the same time, it's like you're risking everyone's lives here for a dog. Right. I just mean, met like a week ago. In the back so, of my mind, I was like, she could have at least like had like a conversation like, hey, what the fuck can we do to get this dog back? Like, it's all I have. Like, I lost my whole family. You guys killed my dad. Like, ugh. like, but no, instead, she just fucking runs off, steals the goddamn truck. And then when she gets inside the building, she's like, I'm not going back out there. And it's like, well, what was your fucking plan? You yeah. stupid bitch. Like, ugh. Because now you took the truck, too. She took one of the truck. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, the whole entire situation was super selfish. It was so dumb. The storyline was, I just, I don't even want to go into it. I mean, I know that was, like, the way to get this, like, chaos to kick off. But it was like, ugh. Well, and what's annoying about it, too, is that the dog was fine. Like, oh, yeah, you well, could yeah. see. Yeah. The, the, yeah they, so what, they what happens yeah. is there's a guy who is on a, a building that's, like, across the parking lot, probably about, you know, like, 100 yards away. His name's Andy. 
And he is, he has a, his own gun shop. So it's like, he's awesome where he's at. He's set. However, he doesn't have food. Or he's, yeah. he's just probably has whatever food he's got stored away in the fridge there. Well, he sends like a, he sends a little message on a dry erase board saying he's hungry. And he's like, yeah. you can see his ribs are like protruding because he's like starving to death. Yeah, and they know that if they're gonna save him, like when they finally take off, he's gonna have no energy. So right, that's exactly. Be, you know, yeah. So what they do is, and I love uh, uh, Chips. That's the name of the dog. I love mm-hmm. like his little tactical vest that he wears. Yeah, yeah. It's so cute. But anyway, so they do. They they put a couple sandwiches in it. They lower him down, and they realize that the the zombies aren't interested in the dog. Mm-mm. He just runs right through them. And Andy's got a dog whistle, so he's calling it over. But then as he lets the dog in and keeps his door open for way too long for whatever I know, reason. Yeah. I agree. It's like, <laughs> why would you, you like fucking get that shit closed, bitch? Yeah. So a couple of them get in and Andy gets bitten. And that's when Nicole hears this kind of over the radio and she just takes off and she's going to go save the dog. Even though we know the zombies aren't interested in the dog and she can no. just go back like tomorrow and get this dog. But that's what I meant. It was like, I understand wanting to like save the dog because clearly if it was me in that situation, I wouldn't want to just like let my dog or cat just like be left alone in this like building and probably starve to death. But also it's her companion now and she's like leaned on this dog since like her dad died and blah, blah, blah. And I mm-hmm. get it. I 100% get it. But like I said, it's such a rational like decision to make and just like you're screwing everyone including yourself oh she just it pisses me off i hate her (laughs) but then i was like okay so then they go into the sewers to like go over there and like get her and stuff and it's like why didn't they just do this to give andy the food (laughs) yeah it's a good point like, I, I don't... Well, well, because actually, this the, everything was perfect. Like with the dog, again, we just you know everything yeah, but then the dog out. would have been stuck over there for the next couple of days. So I don't know. Yeah, I just... but I mean, like Andy would have been taking care of the dog. That's you know, true. like if 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 the the original plan worked, which is that's yeah, true. It, it technically did. But he just fucking for whatever reason, like we just said, it's like okay, close the gate, close yeah. the gate. What are you doing? You know, and then sure enough, one of them notices and gets in. And Andy is on the radio and he's talking back with them. And he's like, oh, he's like, man, he's like, those bastards bite hard. And they're all just like, fuck, they all got it. But they don't tell him. (laughs) Just like, all right. uh." Well, and he changes very quickly, too. Well, he's, I mean, again, his was a bite, you know, so I I don't know. They're they're a little inconsistent in the movie, but it's fine. Frank (laughs) got bit like multiple times on his hands and like he didn't change that fast. So that's why I was a little confused because they said that even the, the big fat lady in the beginning she had multiple bites on her and they said it took like six hours for her to change. So that's why for me, that scene doesn't really make a ton of sense because Andy seemingly died within like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, there's, there's, throughout, you're right. Throughout the movie, they are, they're a little kind of wonky on the, the time yeah. it takes. And it's just like, however long they need you to <laughs> that person to be uh, turning. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, because yeah, the, the, um, a part you just brought up, uh, Nicole's dad, Frank, he comes in and he's played by uh, the wonderful Matt Frewer. You're not sure yeah. who Matt Frewer is. He's the dad from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. So he comes in and yeah, he already has a bite on his hand, but they don't know at this time that that's what the, the cause is, you know, that that's what's spreading it. So they're just like, all right, you know, we'll take a look at it. And the, when they finally, after, it's after the, the woman uh, you were just talking about when she turns and they kill her, that's when they find out that it's the bites. Right. So they make the decision, do we kill this guy now or do we let him live? We kind of have to kill him because he's going to turn. There's, you know, and uh, and then Anna, when she walks in, Frank, uh, Michael's coming in to shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you bitch. It's like you took away the, the element of surprise. I mean, I like Anna's character a lot because. Oh, I do too. She's, yeah, she's like a pretty awesome chick and she is like 
no gives no fucks. But yeah, I think it's pretty cool that she's just like, I mean, shoot him, Michael. Go for it. What are you waiting for? You might as well just kill Tucker, too, because we don't know. And Tucker's like, whoa. <laughs> He's like, I wasn't bit. <laughs> I love that. So that's one of my favorite lines. Like, wait, wait, I wasn't bitten. Yeah. <laughs> like, all matter-of-factly. But it's, I mean, it's so true, because it's like, she is the one who is basically like, oh, it's the bites. But then it's like, wait, if someone's going to die because I think it's the bites, what if it's not? Like, I can't. Like, mm-hmm. she, I get it. Like, not wanting to have that on your conscience. So she does, though, right before they finally like say hey we're I mean, gonna do she this knows. she does tell him she's like yeah it it is the bite she, like, I think I she, yeah she comes to realization she's like i can't fuck with this guy anymore i mean no like, yeah, but I, you're gonna die regardless but like yeah like at least just yeah quarantine the dude just to make sure but like mm-hmm. realistically the way they did it was very smart because yeah they gave him a chance yeah and vin ring's character was just you know standing there waiting with a shotgun and you hear the screech and then all of a sudden you hear a gunshot and they were right so it does mm-hmm. suck it is a really sad thing to be like fuck it's okay so it's just as simple as getting bit by one of these things and you can change mm-hmm. like ugh. so so right after he gets shot we go into one of my favorite scenes in the movie which is just just uh, the montage of yeah. kind of what <laughs> these people are doing like over the next you know like because they don't give you a timeline for how long this this movie i feel like it's probably at least a month or so i was thinking a few months because it takes place in wisconsin and the weather is like kind of summery so you got to think it takes place or like spring slash summery so you got to think it takes place like within like a five or six month period at least oh, okay yeah or i mean I could, I could see that for sure yeah yeah so you're probably right though i could see like a month maybe two um but the the funny thing about it is there's uh and i i should have looked it up he's a famous uh like jazz singer it's uh richard cheese so dick oh. cheese <laughs> okay nice so he does a cover of uh the sickness by mm-hmm. disturbed or yeah Down with the sickness and it's just a you mother, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Yeah, he's like a loungy singer. Yeah, and so like the 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 really horrible parts in the song sound great. You know, he's like, why can't you just fuck off and die? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's so great. I, I like the music in this movie. Like, it, I mean, I'm not a like, disturbed fan or anything like that, but it's the way, yeah, Richard Cheese sings it is so good, and it's so great with, like, the montage, but... Even in general, just like all the music that goes along with this movie, it all yeah. like makes sense for the scenes, and it's yeah, I really enjoy it. I think it's really good. He he actually the the song that's at the very end, the uh, uh, all the people who die. Mm-hmm. He used that song in uh, he, he uh, yeah Snyder used it in one of his newer movies again. It oh, was okay. kind of like uh, it might have even been Army of the Dead. Oh, so okay. w- yeah, when it was just oh, like what the yeah. fuck, man, like you cheap ass, because that yeah. movie sucked. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, the one on Netflix. Yeah, and that's why I, I saw it on somewhere, and it was like, Army of, or Army of the Dead, the spiritual sequel to Dawn of the Dead. It's like, don't you ever say that what? again. How Gross. dare you? Probably Ugh. just because it's the same director, and it has Of the Dead in it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so the, the montage scene, we see uh, uh, Phil Dunphy getting his Mac on with this hot chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Ving Rhames, uh, uh, Kenneth, him playing chess with Andy, just going back there. They're, they have like a big uh, dry, or they both have dry erase boards. They're just writing the moves and they're like, they're moving the pieces on their side. So it's kind of fun. And then uh, the part where they're, they're doing like celebrity sh- uh, sniping. Oh my God, that is the best scene. Uh-huh. Like literally they just show this guy get like shot and then 
they hold up like the sign and it says Jay Leto and it's like that's yep. fucking hilarious. Yeah, because the dude's got like the gray. He looks exactly yeah. like Jay Leto. He does. So and then, then Burt Reynolds. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Burt Reynolds, and that's the thing. They're just uh, you know, so the the two of the two of the guys have binoculars and they're just like looking for celebrity looking people, and then they'll tell Kenneth he writes it on the board and conveys it over to Andy, who's got a sniper rifle, and he's just blowing their heads off. It's so funny, yeah. It, yeah, and then, so after Burt Reynolds, uh, Steve, uh, he's just like, he's like, oh, do Rosie O'Donnell, do Rosie O'Donnell, and the other guy's like, nah, too easy. And and then, of course, but then Anna has to be a buzzkill. I know, She's I was like, just gonna say, like, Anna's so like, you guys had, like, rocky childhoods, and it's like, what else are they supposed to do? Exactly. You guys and it's have like, been you know literally what? stuck in this like, mall for God knows how long, and it's like, you can't, there's, like, nothing to do. Well, you kind of see, too, it's like, there's nothing wrong with what he's doing. If anything, he's helping, you know? He's well, right, like, they're hey, dead, yeah. Because they, they show, at, at the end of this kind of montage, Kenneth walks up, holding up the sign for Andy, and you see a nice shot over of, like, how many zombies are down there. Oh, and there's, yeah. like, thousands of them. There's and they're just, so many. Yeah, they're all outside the mall, just, like, because these people are, apparently aren't doing a very good job of being, like, inconspicuous so they're like these things all know they're in there and they're on top and they're uh the zombies are all just like flailing yeah that's trying to eat them yeah that's the thing too is like they are very they're not gun shy whatsoever so it's like you guys just keep bringing so much more attention and noise to Mm -hmm. you and that was we talked about that this morning about how like it's like they had nothing else in that mall that they could have used as weapons because like yeah and every time they shoot anybody I'm sure you can still kind of hear it. I mean, Andy's literally in a gun shop. If he just no, sat there for a couple hours and just sniped. Oh, no, no, you're right as far as the sound. Yeah. But I'm talking about like, yeah, Anna being like, uh, you guys are kind of psychotic, you know? And it's just like, what the <laughs> fuck? We're killing these things. What do you, you know? So right. if Andy just sat there for, I mean, he'd go through a lot of ammo. But again, he's in a gun shop. So it's probably, <laughs> probably unlimited ammo. That's but fair. yeah, if he just sat there for a while and just... And he could have helped him out, actually, if you think about it, like when they were going to come pick him up. It's like, hey, clear a path for us, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Let's talk about Steve real quick, played by uh, Ty Burrell. Everyone Mm -hmm. knows him as Phil Dunphy on Modern Family as like the nicest, most happy-go-lucky dad alive. Um, (laughs) This was the first time I ever saw him. And wow, is he a different character in this movie? Oh, my God. Yeah, he was such a fucking dick in this movie. Mm -hmm. It's great, though, because he's really funny. Like, even just in the beginning scene when like, what's his name? Fuck. The two are talking about like just what, you know, Norma picked everyone up and did it. He's like, all right, well, when you guys are done blowing each other, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, he's literally like, just having a conversation, and he's like, yeah, anyways. It's, <laughs> like, yeah, it's literally like the super nice guy, Michael, and he's talking to this older woman, yeah, you Michael. know, and they're having a really nice, he's like, wow, well done, great job. Yeah, he's like, like uh, whenever you're done blowing each other, maybe Davy Crockett <laughs> can tell us what's going on. <laughs> it's, yeah, he's such a prick, you know, and he's like. Uh, and Ving Rames throughout the movie, he's trying to meet up with his brother, who is at uh, a place called Fort Pastor, because there was like radio tele- or signs telling people to go here for safety. Right. And so these this new group of people who come in, which uh, Steve is part of, mm-hmm. they're like, we just came from there. It's fucking there's nothing. And it's a bloodbath. Yeah. And he's he's like, so everyone's dead. 
and Steve, uh, yeah, dead in the sense that they fell and then got back up and started eating each other. And he's like kind of saying this as a different conversation's going on, but he's still just he's he's just like kind of a, a condescending prick. But he is very funny. But he's not wrong. He's not wrong. No, but I mean, just you. I mean, like I guess you don't know that Kenneth is going to look for his brother. But right. it would have been like a little more insensitive if he knew that and was still like, yeah, everyone's fucking yeah. dead, dude. But um, I don't but, think he would have fucking cared. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. We have to mention the little uh, Ken Furay and uh, Tom Savini appearances, which were yeah. great because they are from the original. And obviously Tom Savini is a very famous makeup artist. He did the original makeup for Dawn of the Dead and many other horror movies, obviously. He was in Dawn of the Dead too, wasn't he? Was he was one of the bikers, right? He was, yeah. But I, yeah, I just love like the the line, like when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Like that's yep. such a great line, such a great line. And that, yeah, and that's that's Ken for uh, Ken Ferre, who uh, if you if you forget who he is, he's uh, he's the guy in the original one that's doing karate kicks at the end. <laughs> it's awesome. yes, that's yeah, like one yeah. of my favorite parts because he just starts doing jump kicks and stuff and you're like woo like where'd this come from <laughs> so awesome when he decides he wants to live and then uh yeah like you said tom savini he's the one that is like the exposition kind of for everyone he's on the news and he's like just shoot him in the head yeah, yeah. and he says like they're the twitchers the twitchers <laughs> yeah i love that uh we also need to talk about cj because i love cj so much like he also started out as kind of a dickhead, but then, like, slowly, like, became one of, you know, he started to realize these people were all, like, good people. They were all mm -hmm. just there to, like, survive and try to, like, help each other. And, yeah, I just, throughout the movie, he's he's great. He's got great lines. And I love when he's, like, about to die and he's just, like, fucking figures. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a great character also. Yeah, he's, when he's introduced right off the bat, he is like your your power hungry security guard at a, a local right like at the yeah. local mall i mean him and then terry and bart who are the three guys that like our original characters when they come into the mall these are the first guys they see and these guys are basically holding down the mall like no this is fucking ours right and so they're 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 kind of being like i don't know what the word i'm looking for but they're they're, they're like being like no we're fucking if you want to stay with us they're like find somewhere else and then anna's like well i mean yeah, at first they are, but when they let them in, it's kind of like it's it's my way or the fucking highway, like literally. Oh like, if yeah. You, people want to come in here, sure, but you know, but he's being an asshole right off the bat, like telling them they can't go to the bathroom and you know they got to hand their guns over, which is fine. I, I get that, but well, they also do get like locked in the uh, security room for I don't yeah I wonder how long they were locked up too. Are you talking about like overnight? No, I don't think that was overnight. I think it was probably for a couple of days at least when they like. Oh yeah, when they bring him into like this. Yeah, you're right with all the monitors and everything. Yeah, yeah, in the security area because which like, is a huge security area. I mean, I've never been in a mall security area, but they're probably not like teeny tiny. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, uh, either way, <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I didn't even think of that until you said it right now. I was just thinking it was like a TV store or something. Or. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean, just throughout the movie like there's definitely times when like i think steve was kind of or sorry cj was put in his place enough that he was a little bit like all right well i probably should stop being an asshole and yeah try to work with these people i mean and that's the scene too where he's like the lights go out and cj takes michael down to show him where the breaker was and he's like you're coming with me and he's like no i'm not you told me i had to show you where the breakers were but blah 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 and he's like no you're coming with me or else you're going back into your cell 
So I think at that point, it's a little humbling for him. But I do like that he was like, all right, fine. Yeah, well, that that kind of wins his freedom. Yeah. And then he just gives him like an axe instead of like a gun, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I would have rather had an axe, to be honest with you, because guns, you can't like you can't hit them as easily with an axe. You can hit something in the head very easily. With, yeah, with an axe, too. I mean, like, obviously, the gun you have, you know, from a distance you can shoot but like with an axe at least you could also like use it sideways as like you know to yeah. keep them away I, from you you like i don't think i could hit something in the head on the first shot oh i know i'm just saying but i mean like with a gun you you it, I, I don't know i guess it's based on the person no that's what i mean with a gun like i'd rather have an axe because like you said you can use it in different ways and like maybe slice a bitch's neck off too who knows <laughs> <laughs> oh i wanted to uh when we were talking about cj's lines so uh, towards the end of the movie, when we're getting towards the third act, the, the group decides that they're going to have to. Or no, that's when they're deciding what to do about Andy, uh, how they're going to get food over there. Oh, and yeah. CJ just has this monologue where he's like, all right, let me get this straight. So you're telling me that we're going to we're going to send a, a dog across the way to give Andy some food. He's so he's all better. Then we can do some covered wagon bullshit where we're going to ride over to him and he's going to jump on and we're going to ride off into the sunset over all to go to this fucking asshole's boat. And he's talking about uh, Steve and yeah. everyone's just like, yeah, 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 yep. that's pretty much it. And he's like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't have any other options and like, unless they want to be stuck in that damn mall and die in that mall, like you gotta try. I, I still just love that he just so blatantly is like, this fucking asshole's boat, and he actually, he just, like, he lifts his cup, like, like yep, that's yeah. me, you know? Yes. I just love that there's no, like, repercussions about, like, oh, this guy might get offended if I call him an asshole. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Steve knows. He's boat. a dick. He doesn't give a shit. So then they, they go and they reinforce a couple of the, the buses that, like, the, uh, I forgot what, the Crossroads Mall. They're, like, shuttle, is, buses, yeah. shuttle buses, yeah. So that's a, that's a pretty cool scene, um, especially with Nicole putting teeth on the front. Ugh. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she does. I know. Suck. She's so useless. <laughs> yeah. So useless. So yeah, it's it's cool. And you you think about it at a, a shopping mall, you would have almost anything at your disposal. Oh, hundred you know? percent. So that that's why I, like it's believable when you see. It was them a really good. Yeah, it was a really good idea to do that because in the beginning they even do say there's like a hardware shop and like a paint store and there's like. Clearly, there's supplies that they could use to, mm-hmm. like, reinforce these things. Like, it's not so far-fetched. Yeah, because, I mean, if there's, like, a Sears. I mean, Sears has, right. like, a, yeah, like, a, a hardware department and whatnot. Even and... this scene when they're in the, um, when they're trying to, you know, turn the, the power back on uh, in the parking areas. Mm-hmm. Like, when there's, like, the gas tank. And, like, I think the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, how convenient. And then I was like, no, wait, actually, there's shuttle buses, Dell. Like, of course, yeah. like, why wouldn't they? Or, like, if, you know someone in the parking garage's car dies or something like i'm sure many malls have those kind of resources so yeah yeah i mean it's such a smart place to stay yeah definitely yeah no again i mean like you would have a lot of area to cover but even Mm -hmm. for some reason if you lost like one part of the mall it's like you still have a lot left (laughs) it's just obviously it would be hard to cover off a whole second because malls are so wide open Mm -hmm. but yeah what it's and that's why like the original one it's such a great idea, and that's that's a great movie, but I just think this one's just so much more exciting. And I agree. You know, updated and everything. It's just, yeah. you know, that's why I love this movie so much. But um, that garage scene, real quick, the, what about the, uh, there was a couple zombies, like spe- specific ones I wanted to talk about throughout. Like there was the, the bloated woman we talked about in the beginning, 
Uh, played by a man, actually. I don't yes, know if you knew uh-huh. that. Okay. I did. It was just going to say that. Yeah. So that's that's one of the first ones we see. And this is just a woman that literally comes in in a wheelbarrow. Like, they're, because she's, <laughs> she's huge. And uh, so she dies, awakens, runs at Anna, and Anna just grabs, like, a stick and just puts it right through her eye. And then the the first one we see, actually, in the mall, the one that Michael fights with, when uh, it gets on top of him, he breaks the the cricket thing and then just shoves it, like sticks mm-hmm. it right up through his head. Uh, that's a great one. And then the scene in the garage, there's the zombie that has no legs and is literally crawling across or like hanging across, like a monkey almost. Like yeah, it's 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 scaling across two pipes. It like literally comes out of the dark and you just see this thing and it's got no legs and it just drops on uh, uh, Terry's or Bart's back. Bart, yeah. And Bart was an asswipe anyway. He was. He was just a. Yeah, he was like a turd. He was, yeah, he was like CJ's follower. Um, and then uh, the, one of the first ones we saw, too, the, the guy with one arm, who was like the first one running at him. I guess that is just a guy with Oh, one yeah, arm. just outside, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that Asian dude, yeah. So when we, we finally, we get to where we're, we're jumping back, what we were talking about kind of earlier in uh, the, the podcast here, where the group has to go after Nicole now because mm-hmm. she left to go save this dog. She is now stuck across the way in Andy's place. Like, she's safe in there. Well, actually, no, she's not. Yeah, she got, like, in a closet. Well, she's safe as long as the closet doesn't give, because Andy's right. just out there relentlessly pounding on it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. if she could, like, get Andy out of the way, she's fine. Like, she's got solace there. It's locked up and everything. However, uh, she grabs the walkie, and I love when she's just like, oh, here's Andy, and then she screams because she actually she didn't know that he turned yet. Like, I don't know if you caught that when she's yeah. like, oh, oh, here's yeah, Andy. And then yeah. she screams like when he starts coming at her. Yeah, like, she's oh, like, fuck. oh, my God. Yeah, 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 totally. Which I wish he would have bit her ass. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they, um, the, the rest of the group, um, like Heather said earlier, they decide to go through the sewer system, which, again, would have been probably a safer way to do it before. However, they do have to come up kind of in the middle of this whole thing. And that's another thing, though, that like, is as loud as probably thousands of zombies just moaning would be, it's the sewer cap dropping that gets all of their attention. (laughs) Well, and I was like, you know, they could have just like drawn attention to themselves so that Andy could have gotten out and just went down into the sewer. That too, yeah. We know, you know, like we know way more about, (laughs) we have so much more zombie knowledge now. (laughs) I mean, like even this movie came out in, uh, you know, God, 17, 18 yeah. years ago. And yeah. it's so the, the the zombie phase wasn't like, actually, now it's kind of died back down. But um, I feel like the Koreans keep putting out new ones on Netflix and they're all pretty good. So they're all amazing. They're yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so they they have a pretty good plan here, actually. However, yes, they come back up and they come up through the sewer. None of the zombies here, like the six of them or the four or five that came out, but then when they drop again, why would you even drop the sewer cap? You have to go back down there. You know, I think I mean, I think I I agree. But I think obviously he probably was just trying to, like, move it over so that none of the zombies would fall in or something. Mm. I don't know. But yeah, it was the the point uh, the fact that he just, like, closed it completely. And then it was, like, apparently louder than, like, an explosion in this mm. movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so, like, oh, God damn it. And it was fucking. <laughs> what's his name? Uh. Tucker. Yeah. Fucking Tucker. Tucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, 
Uh, yeah, so that they they eventually they they go through that like it's a pretty badass scene of them just like going through this horde kind of, and there's a lot of. I love how uh, James or uh, Zack Snyder sets this up where there's a lot of like white backgrounds, so you can just see the splatter, you know, like on the side of a truck or whatever. Like there's yeah. a headshot, and, and it looks awesome. It so, does look really cool, yeah. So they eventually the I think it's four of them. They get through. Uh, they're yeah, in there. It's... They're fine. And one of my favorite scenes in the movie, one of my favorite zombie kills ever, comes here. And this is when they come in, and you just see Andy. He is clearly a zombie now. He's still banging on this door trying to get Nicole. And you know that they all know that Kenneth is gonna like want to do this because this was kind of his friend. He yeah. was getting to like become friends with this guy. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he just lifts his shotgun up, and he's like, "Hey," he's like, "Hey," or he's like, "I'm sorry, brother." And then he fucking just blows his head off. And like, it's just such an awesome looking, the way his, cause I, I watched the making of this and they literally just like stuffed like a ball with like, I, I don't know. It doesn't sound as cool as it actually is. But like when you see just like the pop of the head, it's like, dude, oh, no, it's I so mean, it's good. really cool. Cause it leaves like his bottom jaw still, mm -hmm. but like, yeah, the rest of his head just is like completely gone. Yeah. It is a really good, yeah, it's a really good kill. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they're like Nicole, and Nicole opens the door, and she's like, "I'm here, I'm here." Yeah, and it's like, yeah, they should have just grabbed the dog and slammed the door. But her... <laughs> that would have been fucking hilarious. And then little uh, little Terry's like, great. "No, that's my girlfriend." And then they just shoot him and throw him out Ugh. to the zombies and use him as bait. Seriously, <laughs> well, Heather, we just like, man, we totally turned it. This is like how it should have ended. Yeah. Um, uh, good stuff. So they uh, they have to go back through this uh, kind of carnage now to get back to their sewer tunnel, and uh, also uh, more great kills here. But then Tucker falls down the well. I guess uh, it's punishment for him being a dumbass before. Okay, but uh, see that too. My thing, like, okay, yes, Tucker fell down the well, but like uh, CJ should have still covered the goddamn manhole. Like, why did you leave it open? Mm. I there's just so many. But okay, whatever. Anyways, obviously it's like. This is why the storyline, or this is how the storyline goes. So no, no I mean, hey, but... they're 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 uh, legitimate gripes. So yeah, um, so yeah, he breaks like both of his ankles when he falls out, which is yeah. such a horrible. I just imagine because yeah, that happens yeah. in um, uh, the Dark Knight to, to Eric Roberts when Batman just pushes him. Like he's like, oh, yeah. you think this is gonna kill me? He's like 15 feet off the ground. He's like, I don't want it to, and he just drops him down and he breaks both of his <laughs> ankles. It's like ah, that, yeah, that would be fucking brutal. Uh, so I do like that though, and, and this is like you said with CJ, how his character is just evolving. He actually he puts two guns in Tucker's hands, and he's like, "Come on, let's go!" And so he drags him, you know. He's mm -hmm. and um, Tucker's kind of doing what he can until he can't, and then yeah. he gets they they pounce on him, and he just he, there's enough of his face to say to CJ, "Shoot me!" And he just right. You know, so yeah. he takes him out. There's a lot of killing off screen in this movie now that I think about it, like for the humans at least. That's fair, yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess I never yeah, really thought not, about not it like either. it's Not like it's a bad thing. It's like, wow, there, there just kind of is. Maybe that's, I wonder if that was like a decision by Gunn, like I don't want you to see the humans die. Yeah, maybe. Well, then again, the zombie baby is, no, actually he's the only human. <laughs> Frank the dad and the, and the zombie baby were both killed, so never mind what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so they uh, they finally they get back, and I love that Steve was supposed to be watching the door, uh, and he just fucking it. abandons post. He goes and he's he's hanging out by his boat waiting for everyone. Which they finally get in, and they're all running through. And I love that the rest of the group is still like kind of gathered with I their know, supplies. Like, and she's on, like, "Fuck it, on? we're done. We gotta go. Leave everything, yeah. you know." 
And and then another one of my favorite lines when they get in the elevator and it's I know. Uh, uh, I'm all out I'm of all love. Yeah, and he's just like, like I like this. I song. like this song. <laughs> yeah, and just I love how everyone at the same time just turns it. You know, they all turn it over to him because he's probably heard it so many times in the elevator. <laughs> like it's yeah, literal elevator music. It's just like. <laughs> um, uh, so, nailed it. Yeah. So anyway, they uh, they get down to the garage, and I love that Steve's just sitting there with the keys, and he's like, "Hey, what took you so long?" Or, "Hey, there you guys yeah. are." And you hear Anna runs by him, and she's like, "Prick!" And then CJ just grabs him, and he's like, "I'm gonna fucking deal with you later." Well, love Chris that. was like, "I would have just shot him in the fucking head right there." Like, that probably would have been like, yeah, that actually. Like, why you even bother letting this stupid fucker come with you? He like legit. Those all those guys would have died if Anna didn't open the door, dude. With me, you, and Chris rewriting this, we could make this awesome movie even better. Because <laughs> I just thought how fucking awesome that would be if Sirius... He's like, hey, uh, what, what, what took you guys so long? Yes, if, if there was no words, like if CJ literally just walked by and just blasted him. him in the yep, fucking head. And, and everyone was just keys. like, okay, let's just move on. <laughs> so I mean, honestly, like, what the fuck is he... Take this boat keys and just let leave him there to die. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was... Uh, the, the, anyway, just more hilarious cj stuff so they take or not cj uh steve so they yeah. take off in the buses and they kind of showed you a little before like they made these buses uh like with some they kind of made some alterations and one mm -hmm. of them is that they put like a slit on the side of the buses so that they can put a chainsaw through and just go back and forth which is awesome because i love it when michael shows anna and he's, oh, it's great. he's just like, oh, she's like, how romantic or whatever. And <laughs> I feel like we haven't talked about Michael a lot. But again, this is like a really big cast. So. I love Michael. He's seriously one of the, the good ones. He's uh -huh. a good guy. Yeah, he really is. And uh, that's why it's tragic when he has to kill himself at the end of the movie. I know. Because... So did you, uh, I'm sure you've seen it enough times that you've noticed the part where he gets bit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can see the zombie actually bite. Yeah. You can. They you see don't... the zombie's head move too. Like it's like, <clears throat> right. like you know. Uh... Yeah. You don't see like yeah, whose hand or you just know. And then as soon as they show Michael in the the bus, he kind of is like. Yeah. Yeah. He. he it just. It, it doesn't show. He like. He looks at something and he just. Yeah. He closes his well, eyes like fuck. That's do it. Do you want to yeah. explain why he got bit? Well. Yeah. So CJ. Or no. Wait. It's when they're they're trying. I know that they're trying to get. Ever, they're trying to like close the bus in the back, and there's a bunch of the zombies, and you literally see. I I, I is that that's well, what they're because, doing, right? Okay, no. So because well, the one bus flips. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the bus flips, and then uh, as like everybody, well, the the people who are still alive are waking up. Steve is one of the first ones to get up, and he basically, uh fucking what's his, Vin Ring? What's his name? In the, thank you. He like goes to give him his hand, like help me. And Steve just fucking gets up and walks out and he slams the door closed. And sure enough, he gets bit. And earlier in the movie, the scene that I love too is when he's like, oh, you know, like, mm -hmm. sweetheart, if I ever become one of these things, he's like, I please put a billet right in my head. And she's like, oh, yeah, you can fucking count on it. Yep. And sure enough, Steve, Anna's the one that finds Steve as a zombie. And he like comes up trying to run at her and he makes this like shrieky noise and she just blasts him right in the forehead and Kenneth is just like damn okay damn. <laughs> so obviously they're all you know at that point if they would have just ran back to the the car they would have been fine but Anna like realizes and she like kind of skids back and she's like oh I forgot to grab the keys from Steve's pocket so because Anna takes that extra like second or two the zombies 
and ketchup and whatnot. And that's when he gets bit because they're all trying to like get Anna into the car, but the zombies are like already there. So it's just, it's a shitty scene. Cause he's even like, what the hell were you doing, Anna? And she like pulls out the keys and he's like, fuck smart, man. Like, you know, she had mm-hmm. to get the keys. Otherwise they would have just aimlessly been driving around and then ran out of gas and all fucking died anyways. <laughs> So real quick, I, I, I we got to talk about the reason why that bus flips over. So, yes. well, actually, I mean, like the bus flips over just because, you know, he, he takes like a sharp turn or whatever. But in the back, you have Glenn and uh, Monica, who's a character we haven't talked about at all. She, I she's did not just, know that was her name. Yeah, that, that's exactly. <laughs> so she's just she's just kind of like a, a Steve is having sex with her at one point. And then she just kind of yeah. makes some comments here and there, but doesn't really do anything relevant. Uh, even no. though we talked about how every character in this movie is relevant. But anyway. Yeah. So Glenn, who's uh, another guy we haven't talked much about, he starts up a chainsaw and he's about to do, you know, he's going to use it on the side. However, the bus starts flipping and he loses control of the chainsaw. And literally she like she comes like kind of running into him and the chainsaw just goes right into her shoulder and just mm-hmm. comes down right like through like into her torso it is so fucking cool. awesome, but it is yeah. it is brutal. And you hear her screaming, and then like you see the bus flip over, and you don't see what happened to Glenn. But like when they cut back, he's clearly dead. Like he probably dropped the right. chainsaw on himself because it looks like yeah. his throat is just completely uh, ripped out. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I mean, it would not be a fun uh, fun car ride. That's for damn sure. <laughs> no. So yeah. So then uh, the 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 rest of the people um, that are left. They're going to still head over to the pier because they got the, the key now. And they've got a pretty good head start. But then when CJ, like, or uh, Kenneth, or who the hell's driving? I forgot. Crashes the bus into the dock. Kenneth. It's just like, oh, shit. Like, that kind of fucks things up and slows them down. But then CJ, he does the noble thing. And he pretty much just takes one for the team. He stays back yeah. and tells everyone else, oh, you know, I got this. I'll, I'll be right behind you. And he realizes, or he runs out of bullets, and it's like, shit. So he has uh, a propane tank in the back with him, and he he lights a little uh, flare, shoots it, mm-hmm. and just fucking blows up. And he takes out, like, a couple dozen of them, so. Well, because, yeah, earlier in the movie, too, when they, like, uh, finally get the buses out into the parking lot, and there's, like, literally thousands of zombies, that's a cool scene, too, because, yeah, CJ, like, goes out of the the hole in the top of the bus or whatever and he throws a propane tank at one of the zombies this fucking big dude picks it up (laughs) and he shoots it and it you know knocks over and and or kills like a shit ton of these zombies so they can get out so that was kind of like a really smart like that was a smart idea on his behalf because like that is a really good way to clear up a lot of the zombies and or kill them which i don't know fire it doesn't really say in the movie because of this even the scene when they do like light some of those zombies on fire like they're still moving and like i think it just i think with any zombie on fire it would just be if they were on fire well if they were on fire long enough for it eventually to melt through their head and get to their brain and just you know what i mean so i think if like a zombie was on fire and it fell in water or something it would probably just get you know because the brain is really the only thing that needs to be working right or like undamaged but yeah the the part like like what you said with uh this propane tank because yeah we didn't mention that when they they get the buses ready and they're like here we go and they like take off and go full charge and they only get about 10 to 15 feet because (laughs) there's literally a wall of zombies and it's like all right so it's awesome that they had this planned out that that's specifically what that tank was for and 
CJ just launches this fucking tank, and then yeah, the the Jersey Shore guy picks it up. He's like, Ooh. <laughs> Jersey Shore guy. Yeah, and he just I love how he shoots, and then he quickly recoils because he knows the you know the flames coming for him. Yeah, it's a really good scene. I like that scene a lot. So back to uh, where we were about uh, well, ten minutes later yeah, in the so, movie, but three minutes. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. So the the rest of them get away to the boat. However. Michael stops Anna and he tells her, like, I'm not coming with you. Yeah, like, that's a mean, sad Anna? scene. Yeah, because you, you again, w- like, right when he says that, if you were paying attention, you're just like, fuck, that did happen. Because mm-hmm, yeah. you're kind of like, they don't focus on it. But yeah, when they show Michael make that face, you could also be like, oh, maybe that's just him, like, relieved, you know? Yeah, true. Um, true. So, yeah, he tells her and then he shows his arm and there's a, there's a clear, there's a bite mark there and She's like, no, 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 you know, we can, we can do that. And he's like, no, we can't. There's nothing we can no. do here. There's nothing, and again, you know. Nicole's just sitting there with her goddamn dog, like, and everyone else is, like, concerned and sad. Yeah. <laughs> Private Chips is even concerned. Literally. So, um, so, yeah, so they, they take off on the boat, and uh, another one off screen. He just puts the gun to his head, and yeah, then you hear, he's... and it just shows Anna's face, actually, as they're sailing away, and you just hear the yeah. boom, and that's... Where the movie ends, uh, except we get some closing credits that are kind of cool with yeah, them. Yeah, they're uh, like Steve's camera. Yeah, because uh, Steve was like a hornball, and uh, yeah, he, he he. So it's kind of cool. They're cutting like uh, uh, what the hell is Terry? He's one of the survivors. He yes, he's the one that's now playing with the video camera, and he's like starting to piss people off as you as the credits go on more. So it's just like turn that fucking thing off, you know. But he's like documenting everything. Well, because they've yeah they've been like um you can tell they've been in the water for. Quite a few days at yeah. least because the food is growing maggots and they're out of water and well i think i don't think that had anything to do with how long they were on i'm pretty sure that food like was in there already because remember there yeah. was already a severed head so that would have been there for like months or however no because that was in a different boat remember they see like a little they see like a little boat in the water and they like check it out and they open the cooler and oh you're right head. okay i thought that was on steve's boat yep you're right i mean either way well the food was in steve's boat steve's boat i believe mm-hmm. but i can't imagine like probably would take at least a day or two to run out of a out of gas if they weren't even like going that fast yeah 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 yeah. no you're right i i forgot that yeah that that boat they because they do find uh like a little like just a little canoe almost sitting off there and they they open up there's a cooler inside and it's just got maggots and there's a zombie's head in there like you know and it's like what the fuck who did this yeah so yeah uh, so yeah, as the credits are still kind of going and it's cutting back and forth, they do get to this island and, you know, they're being very cautious and everything. And then you can just kind of hear like, well, Chips, Chips like know. freaks out and runs away. Yeah. He, he runs and, down the pier and you right. just, and then, yeah. yeah, you can, yeah, it gets louder and louder, like after a second or two. And yeah, sure enough, there are, and you see like three or four of them kind of like pop out from behind a bush and it's like, oh fuck. And, uh, yeah, so the last thing you see is, uh, Terry, well, Terry drops the camera and you just see a bunch of, like, feet kind of running past. Yeah. Get up! Come on, get down! Oh, it's a sickness! <laughs> and the movie's over! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it jumps right to, uh, Disturbed with, <laughs> with the sickness. So, yeah, so that is Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Um, yes. I will go ahead and start with my what-the-fuck moment. And it okay. is a moment I just talked about, and that is the chainsaw through Monica's shoulder slash torso. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That is a very good one. How about you? 
I mean, my what the fuck isn't it like as much like is it? It's just like oh god, what the fuck? Because mm-hmm. the scene where they're just like killing the celebrity lookalikes. Okay. I love that scene. It's I love, so funny. I love how you set up the tone for that. You're like, you're like my what the fuck isn't really like what the fuck. It's more of like a, you like did the laugh to less. <laughs> like I knew it was gonna be a comedy. That was good though. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. My. My favorite scene in the movie is just the whole opening, like that 10 minute opening sequence before she crashes yeah. into the tree. Oh, it's just, so it's good. so good. And another, just seeing the start of a zombie apocalypse. I mean, when no one knows what the fuck is going on and you see, you see Anna, she runs outside and like one of her neighbors is out there with a gun and she just yells over, Hey, I need help. And he's like, get back, Anna. And he just keeps walking at her with the gun, and then he gets fucking plowed over oh, I by know, a, the an ambulance. ambulance. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It's just chaos, and then the camera pans over, and it it shows like this is like a, a total like yuppie neighborhood, but it's like every other house is on fire, and there's just uh, I love when Lewis is chasing her, and she gets him off the car, and he's chasing after her, and then he just sees a woman in the oh, in, like I, her yeah. yard, and he's like, just like cuts off sideways, and it just yeah. goes after her instead. <laughs> yeah, literally, he's just like. Run, 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 run. Oh, wait, there's a person. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so. when a dog loses concentration, it's like, oh, oh, ball, rabbit. Exactly, yeah, yeah that, that's hilarious. Um, my final grade for this movie, I am going to give this an A. It would be an A+, plus if you took Mackay Pfeiffer out of it. So, this movie gets okay, an A from me. I give it an A, too, and the only reason I say that is because I love this movie so much, and the only reason I have all these, like, little, like, qualms about it is because i've seen this movie so many exactly. fucking times yep i told totally like, you like you said it's like me you and chris could rewrite this movie only because you and i have seen this movie at least like 30 40 times yes because <laughs> like, we know as fans that people would love to see nicole get killed yeah, oh god Let's start and working Steve, on it. Honestly, Steve too. In that one scene, they should have just shot him in the head. That would have been awesome. That would have, yeah. That would have. It would have. I mean, like that. That's more in line with like shit you see now. I feel because yeah, I totally. feel like in in everything zombie related now, they've kind of made it a little more realistic. Where you see that people are fucking shitty and they're cutthroat. And oh yeah, evil, it's, and it's like, just no like you know what? Hard. If this guy's gonna keep fucking everything up, let's just kill his ass. Oh yeah, totally. I agree. All right, so we're uh, let's talk a little bit uh, for for what are we watching? I finished uh, Stranger Things the first half there, so let's uh, let's just talk a little bit about that. Let's talk some spoilers yeah. though. This has been out for a couple weeks, so if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet, you can just check the show notes for uh, uh, I don't know the timestamps. But anyway, right. I um, I thought it was overall a really really good season. I do yes. think that they were given a lot of time to make these episodes, so there were certain story angles that went on way too long. Like I just think Hopper in that, the, like the Russian jail, just the whole season. It was like I, I don't know if maybe they just couldn't get him to film with everyone else. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I also feel like they were just trying to like this was all going on probably at the same time oh yeah and that's another thing with this this show there's like six storylines going on so it's like thank god we have like all this time because i mean yeah it's and the the thing with hopper because you saw it in the trailers where he was going to be in like a fighting ring with uh the the demigorg and it's like i want to fucking see that (laughs) so that's they pretty much allude to like it, it builds all the way up to that and then finally in the last episode which is like God, how long was that last episode? Like an hour and a half? Yeah, I think so. Hour 40 minutes, something like that. 
my one thing was like just Joyce leaving her children to go to fucking Alaska. Yeah, <laughs> she's a weird mom. Like, yeah, I, I like Joyce, but I mean, like, she doesn't. Grant, what? How did they afford this new house? Or are they in witness relocation? I believe that. Yes. Okay. I think okay. that they I just, were probably. I literally just thought of that. Yeah, um, they were probably given a bunch of money and a, you know a new home. I mean, they were definitely given a new home by Owen, I believe Owen or whatever the guy. Uh, all riser mm. but yeah i would assume they gave him a bunch of money because the government literally tried to cover up and say their her son was dead mm-hmm. so you know yeah i know that's what i said to him like she just pulled forty fucking thousand dollars out of the bank like, yeah that's a lot for yeah, somebody to was... have right now in 2022 yeah and this was like 1986 yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was probably forty thousand. that was probably more like, like joyce is a millionaire 000, you know, damn <laughs> yeah so maybe you're maybe you're right maybe she did get like hush money or something like that yeah, I would assume so. Uh, so something that was kind of happening throughout the series or throughout this season, maybe closer to the end, that was starting to get kind of annoying to me was how um, Robin and then what Eddie, is that his name? Uh-huh. The two of them were just in Steve and Nancy's ears about how like, oh, I've never seen anyone look at you the way that he, you know, like, why are they all of a sudden trying so hard to make us want these two to get back together. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, yes, I agree. Because I was like, yeah, to me, it was a little bit like, okay, so yeah, her and uh, Jonathan. Thank you. I was going to call him Joshua. Her <laughs> and Jonathan, sure, yeah, okay, they're not working out because they don't live in the same like state anymore. Like, that makes sense that they would kind of fall out of love or like realize like, okay, we were just like in an intense relationship because of everything that happened between us. But yeah, the fact that they were like, yeah, trying to like push Steve and Nancy back together, like, oh, it's, and, and it's, it's like it's why? two characters that aren't really friends with the people that they're like, you know, like Eddie and Steve Harrington are not. Well, Robin, friends. Robin is obviously really good friends with uh, Steve. But... Yeah, but I mean, like, it's it, like with with Eddie, for instance, you know, he's yeah. talking to him like he's his best friend. He's like, hey, man, I just got to tell you the way this girl looks at you. And it's like, who the fuck even are you? You know, like, okay, well, I mean, first of all, <laughs> he's in like a upside down world. So maybe he's just like, yeah, fuck it. I might as well just be honest with this dude. <laughs> it's just I know, but I don't know. And I guess maybe just from being in that high school. still, maybe he just knows of those two that they were like a power couple when they were together. But yeah. um, even with Robin, you know, and then she's doing the same shit on the other end. It's just like you and Steve, you got it. And it's like, who cares? So I think one of them's going to die. I that, was going to say, I think, Na- I think Nancy's going to. You think so? I, I I thought Steve, but. I mean, Nancy's stuck in the upside down. Like, it would just, I'm, plus, I'm sorry. I don't really like Nancy. I've never really cared for her character. Like, I don't, she's... she doesn't really do anything for me. Like, she's fine. Yeah. But, like. She's yeah. actually dating Jonathan in real life, I believe. I know. And okay. I actually really didn't ever care for Jonathan. But this season, yeah, I yeah. liked him because he was hilarious. Yeah. Like, he was you know, it loosened up and he wasn't such a spaz all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, him in Argyle, that was really funny. But yeah, I think Eddie's character was, he's awesome. Like, that was a nice, like, add-on to the show. See, and, the, uh, the thing I wonder about with uh, Steve, though, like, he, those things were, like, munching on his stomach. Remember that? Yeah, I mean, that was a I pretty know. brutal scene because one of them had, it it, these were, like, these, like, flying bat things in the Upside Down. One yeah. of them was literally just had his, it wrapped around his neck or his throat. And then yeah. two of them were just like pecking like at his ribs kind of. So he's trying to use both of his hands to like 
get this one to stop choking him and then also try to fend these things off. And it was like, damn, like that was pretty yeah. brutal. So I, I agree. think he's got he, maybe something from the bite because it looked like his skin was already starting to like, you know, congeal. If they kill Steve Harrington, I think every single human being in the world would literally fucking freak out. I would. I love him. He, Absolutely. He's a, he, he is like, you cannot. How dare you? I, 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 I can't even talk about this. I'm getting upset. No, no. I mean, he is just <laughs> such, he's such a great character. He is. And we, we talked a little bit last week about how his, his character arc. And it didn't take long because in the first season, they just portrayed him as a fucking asshole because he was yeah, picking on Jonathan, he, who we yeah, were that's supposed I, to like. He literally wasn't like the bully. He was just a popular guy. And like him and Jonathan were not friends. And yeah, like his friends picked on Jonathan more than he did, but he mm-hmm. allowed it to happen. Yeah. So yeah, it was like Steve wasn't really a piece of shit. He was just like hanging out with shitty people. Yeah, no, I just like for, for myself at least, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, it was just kind of like, oh great. Like we like here's the fucking bully, you know, da da da. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. yeah, you just find out by the end of that season that it's like, no, this guy is actually he's a good dude. Like when he kind yeah. of uh when when it's not going right with him and Nancy, he's cool. It's not like he's a he's not like the fucking basketball player in this season right. with oh, his yeah, that guy's a psycho. <laughs> God. Yeah, and then it's like even after what happens and he knows that Eddie's not the one that did it, now it's still like, nope, Eddie's possessed by the devil and it had something to do with that, you know? And it's like, dude, you clearly saw he did not do this. No, but that shit was like around that time, like that shit was actually like a real thing where people thought like metal had to Oh yeah, the the satanic panic, I think it was called. Yes, yeah. So it's like, oh God. Yeah, but I mean it wasn't it wasn't like a far fetched storyline, but it was still like, oh this fucking stupid basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and then, yeah, the, the way that these people were dying, and I, I said on last week's episode how it kind of reminded me of uh, It Follows, and it was mostly just that first uh, first death, and It Follows, how the girl's leg is, like, cracked back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and so in Stranger Things, these, these kids, they're being, like, levitated up into the air, and then it's just, like... <laughs> Like, they're almost, like, being folded. Like, it's fucking creepy yeah. as hell. Like, their it bones are creepy. literally just cracking and, like, contorting. And then, uh, yeah, it's 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 very effective because it, it fucking scared the shit out of me. I loved, I mean, and the obviously the main, the reveal at the end was fucking bananas. That was so good. Yeah. And I really, I loved um, Max's, like, Max's storyline I thought was great. And, I like, love Max. The, I love Max, but like just like the maturity and like the the growth that her character has had in this mm-hmm. season and like the scene where, you know, she starts to become possessed and like floats up into the sky. Like that scene was just really, 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 really good. And I seriously cannot get that goddamn song out of my head. Like every single day, I'm just like singing that song by Kate Bush. <laughs> and like when she's like, well, what happens when I don't like this song anymore? Yeah. <laughs> or when it's not <laughs> my so favorite true. song. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I th- like, it just seemed kind of unnecessary for me, like Lucas's arc in this. Cause like, I mean, I guess it's, it, it's high school. So I guess it's tough, you know, when you're trying to fit in, but you knew he was going to end up on like the right side and he was oh, sure. for the most part, but just caught up. But he's the one that told them where Eddie was, you know? Yeah, but he knew Eddie wasn't there or, like, could get away. Like, he didn't tell him about the boathouse. I don't know. I thought all of their characters, their storylines were really good. They all made sense. And, like, it seemed very fitting for, like, their age and, like, what they had been going through. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, honestly, I don't want to talk too much more about that stuff. I'd rather talk about the ending. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Like, uh... this fucking guard is actually one who I kind of guessed that. Like, I think I guessed it in, like, the fifth episode. Was, was like, that oh, was I... that when he told her, he's like, you remind me of number one? Yeah, And yes. real quick, when like, Heather says he's one, that means, like, 11, you know, that character, she was a, number 11 of the test kids, and she's right. actually talking to the guy who was number one that was believed to have been, like, dead or gone or something. Right, yes, he was believed to be dead, yeah. But then, like, then you find out who he really is, and it was so cool how they did that. When they show the oh. rest. Yes, uh, but just, like, the fact that, like, you know, he was 11, put him into the upside down, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you just start seeing his body, like, starting to change and, like, turn into Vecna. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and then you see his arms. And that, I mean, it kind of is, like, a... There was, like, little hints throughout, because obviously you saw the Black Widows in the house and blah, blah, blah. And then mm -hmm. you see, whenever Vecna would be, like, in the house, like, levitated, like, there was always Black Widows, like, around him. Yeah. So it was like, oh, okay, duh. But like, I did not put two and two together that he was Vecna. Like, that was so fucking cool. I no, was like, it was so like, oh. Yeah, for me, even like that whole reveal up until they finally showed the number one on his wrist, it's like, uh, okay, okay, that is what is happening. Yeah. You know, you're just like, wait, wait, what? And then, um, yeah, because the first time they show that creepy guy is when Eleven just keeps like, when she's like almost in the time loop. And she just keeps yeah. running back and he keeps telling her the same exact thing. And you're just like, oh, right. this fucking creep. Yeah. I mean, Jamie Bauer, Jamie Bowers or something, whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. He was in like um, Sweeney Todd. So that's kind of okay. where I knew him from. But yeah, like he's always been like a very like gaunt looking, like yeah. kind of creepy, like mischievous kind of person looking character. So like it was very well casted because mm -hmm. he seemed very nice and he seemed like he wanted to help Eleven but like I think in the back of your mind everybody was kind of like he's gotta be bad or something's gotta be awful well, about this guy. what I love is that remember he he makes it sound like you know because he's telling them he, he's obviously he's like an employee there he has a chip in his neck and he's like right. we never get to leave but he like convinces her to, right. to do it for him because he's like well not no no not no even you can. convinces but he's like yeah it's like one of those like she he kind of makes it like oh no like i could never i can't leave with you and she really has no other choice than to be like well i can do this i can get it out like, yeah come with me and it's like yeah he kind of manipulated her to do it which i mean that's what he does like he's yeah. a fucking little sneaky creepy dude but i mean also we got to talk about freddy krueger come on mm. like hello robert england that was great yeah, um i wish he was in it a little bit more hopefully he'll be in the next one more which i assume he will because once you find out that Vecna is actually his son, mm -hmm. like I'm sure they will. But yeah, that was super cool. And this season to me was kind of like that Nightmare on Elm Street vibe, like the way it was filmed and stuff and just like the era that it was taking place in. So I I loved it. I thought it was such a good season so far and I can't wait to see the rest of it. Mm hmm. Yeah. So there's there's two more episodes left. I believe they they dropped July 1st and they're. From what I heard is that it's basically two movies. Like, they're both, like, an hour. Yeah. So, so it's like, geez. Well, this one is, is awesome. two hours and, like, something, like, 13 minutes. And then the other one's, like, an hour and 40. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be cool because I was a little disappointed. But then I found out how long they were. And I was like, oh, so this is, like, a three-hour movie. Oh, probably longer than that, actually. Yeah. But yeah. 
so we did confirm that they're making another season, correct? Yes, it has been confirmed. I feel like at this point, it's like you're putting so much stake into this season right now. It's like, man, like, I hope it doesn't uh, get to where, like, we don't care, you know, like. Oh, no, I will still care very much. I just was, I think because it took so long, like, that was like two years in between yeah. the last season and this season. And I think they had to come back very strong and, like, keep the audience's attention because it's to me, season three was not bad by any means, but it was definitely my least favorite, I think, of the seasons. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah, it just, I don't know, it just didn't flow as well. And like, I don't know, to me, it just, yeah, it didn't, it wasn't like as, as great as like the first season is still my favorite. But if this, if season four ends like really well, like I think it's going to, then I think that might one, it might be my favorite season of the show. Cool. Yeah, this yeah. just one thing that has since this show has been out, every next season has taken longer to come out. So that's one of the things that's been a problem with this show, because after season one, it was like a year and a half till season two came out. Then after season two, it was like two and a half years. And then after season three with COVID and everything, I mean, it's been like almost three years since this show that's was out. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, I hope that they make sure to just like get it yeah i had to go back and watch recap videos on on youtube just because it's i haven't watched these in so long and it's like i'm not gonna watch all of them right now just you know i'll get back <laughs> to it eventually but it's like uh, yeah I, but i need to be caught up here so for sure um, for sure yeah so uh anything right, well, else anything else you're watching or no no not really i mean i finished stranger things and then yeah just had like kind of a busy week with chris's shows and whatnot so Probably try to get something started soon, but yeah. Are you? Did you start anything new or just just um, just real quick? Just the Obi Wan show that's on uh, okay. uh, Disney Plus. That was the first two mm -hmm. episodes. It's okay. I mean, it's already better than the Boba Fett show, but it's still like kind of cheesy. But I don't know. I have faith in it. It's got like you know, uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Actor, yeah. Absolutely. So, all right. Give me a drum roll, sis. All right. What are we watching next week? All right. In honor of the late, great Fred Ward, we're going to watch Tremors, oh, baby. Yes. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm stoked. Sounds good to me. I was going to pick that movie a couple months ago, and then I don't know why I didn't, but hell yeah. I actually, like, I, 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 I don't checked even need our list to watch to make... it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's kind of how I was with Dawn of the Dead, actually, because I, Same. with that concert last night, I, and, and by the way, folks, uh, if there's any news that happens this week, you're not going to hear it from us because we're recording super early because my family's going on vacation. So that's why we're recording Sunday instead of our yeah. usual Wednesday. But anyway, um, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> the <laughs> fact that like I told Chris, I was because last night when he went, yes, he, right. he went, wanted to go to bed, he, I was like, I don't even really need to watch this. Honestly, I've seen yeah. it so many times. I could talk about it with like just memory, but that's how I feel with Trevor's too. It's like, I don't really need to watch this one. I could, easily just talk about it no problem <laughs> yeah i with with yeah with dawn of the dead it was like i would watch and then i would just i kept hitting like the you know the forward 10 seconds thing and i would i so yeah. i probably watched about 20 minutes of it and the rest is like okay i know this i know this but there were certain ones where it's like okay i, I want to just remember like what he said here or, <laughs> yeah know, that's so. fair but no, so this was, that was actually, uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead, one of the easiest ones for me to do so far because I've yeah. seen it so damn many times. And my wife actually likes that movie too. So, hell yeah. Good one. She would never put it on uh, willingly. But <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, next week, 
Tremors, the original. Tremors. Fuck Kevin yeah. Bacon, right. Fred Ward. Let's do it. So uh, that is going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Remember to check out uh, to check us out wherever you get your podcast now. And if you'd like to contact the show, horrorcopiapodcast at gmail.com is how you can reach us via email. You can also follow and message us on Instagram at hcopia underscore podcast. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Tyler, you got any part new? Wow. Yeah, I part was actually going to say. The intro <laughs> and the outro for this episode are That's fucking okay. terrible. And I have them both written <laughs> down. I'm just reading. And it's like, I can't read. And you read. literally say them every week. Uh, um, I was just going to say, uh, I hope everybody had a wonderful Pride weekend. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything for you? Uh, no. Uh, just, uh, enjoy your week. Be good to each okay. other. I don't know. <laughs> have a good trip. I will talk to you soon. Yeah, well, we're gonna, it's gonna have a, well, we'll probably have more to talk about next week because we're gonna have a lot of time in between, but, uh. That's fair. Rock and fucking roll. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Get up, come on, get out with the sickness. We can't even talk about this. I'm getting upset.